Hello. Hello. It's my turn this week, finally. Wrestle the <laughs> control back from back. Yeah. And just like as a petty fuck you, you're doing like a three-parter or something. Yeah, I think it's my longest case that I've done. Well, so it's three-parters, but um, very long episodes oh, wow. too. You're going to end up just being like, oh no, actually it's a four-parter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you're just like, no, now uh, the whole month is mine. Yep. <laughs> That's all right. You're having a break next week because of yeah. getting married. Yeah. Well, me... I'm assuming we're all having a break. You're just going to be like recording without me. Like, hi guys, we've managed to get away from her. Like, <laughs> we're in the cupboard. Yeah. But yes, I am getting married next week. So four days. Four days. Yeah. So very sorry that we will have a have a gap next week, and then we'll be back the week after. Yeah. Um. When yeah, I will be married and trying to. <laughs> figure all that out <laughs> like, yeah. currently i have got a banging headache today because Not i think it's sort of banging. yeah yeah <laughs> i think i am just a little bit stressed yes so i've had some ibuprofen i've got a hot chocolate if if there if a while goes by without me saying anything more than just like eh. That's why. That's why. Yeah. I'm not bored. Um, I uh, hope. <laughs> I, guess I don't know what your case is yet. No. But I'm not bored. I'm just dying slightly in the corner here. I so. am slightly stressed because we have been to the pumpkin patch today with the three kids. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, the older two were just bickering. The oh, youngest, really? Yeah. Oh, they God. always do. We had to get two wheelbarrows in the end because mm. they couldn't share. To be fair, when your eldest comes and sees me... She just talks shit about your middle I child. <laughs> she's like, she does this, she does that. Like, yeah, she's no saint herself. <laughs> and then, yeah, the youngest one wanted to be able to push the wheelbarrow, but they're like 18. Yeah, I was going to say, they're months, not they even two. Wheelbarrow. <laughs> um, and so I ended up putting him in the wheelbarrow and pushing him around after being very... What's the word like? Judgmental. Judgmental. Of, yeah, parents doing that. Um, when, when you were first turned up. <laughs> How the mighty fell. Oh, no, I was like so cocky and just like, ah, oh, I'm a better parent here. And then it was just like, shit, no, I'm not. Oh, the pain of hubris. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'm a tad stressed. So mm. I, I did have a cider there, which with a nice toasty. Ooh, I love and toasty. I have now got. A nice porn star martini beer. Oh. Which is actually quite nice. Yeah. Even though you would think it wouldn't be. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> we've got quesadillas for tea. So we've got like Mexican toasties. Oh. <laughs> so good. Middle child is cooking. Like she's not forced to cook. It is like trying to teach them to cook and we help yeah. them. Valuable life skill. Exactly. And just learning to do it as a routine. Yeah. She is doing um, homemade burgers with chips oh, and we have just had our air fryer be delivered for it oh my god because i absolutely i hate deep fried stuff and i yeah. hate the smell of like mm. oil that's been yeah. cooked and frying plus and... i mean i'm always just kind of scared of deep fat fryers now ever since when we were kids ours caught fire yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> there were obviously as you know a lot of us dear listeners and um so we had our deep fat fryer like out in the shed yep in the yard um because we needed like more counter space and stuff and didn't want kids to get we deep were, fat yeah, oil like, like spilt on them and stuff. Five of us as children, obviously our parents, and we were in a little Victorian terrace house. Yeah, so with there only was, three bedrooms. There was not the most amount of space. No, and it was on the side of a main road, so we couldn't even like go get away from each other. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, but that in the shed, it it was old. 
we weren't very well off and it just like one day caught fire <laughs> that lot of stuff caught fire when we were growing up mum's sewing yeah. machine caught fire one time did when it using it oh yeah. my god i we had a chimney fire we did yeah and the oven gloves when i was about seven Mm. I was cooking sausages in the grill to help for like family dinner yeah. and the oven gloves caught fire from the fat on the sausages and I just shoved them into the grill and no. ran away. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Oh I'm my god. Like, no, that's no, I'm not dealing with you that. You put more fuel into the fire and then <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Oh and then when I was like five we had that power cut and I burnt my whole fringe off with a candle. Yeah. And uh, I was so upset set that was so embarrassing <laughs> just like no fringe <laughs> awful back <laughs> yeah awful 1990s like square bob anyway so i just had <laughs> oh it was bad uh, yeah, yeah yeah there's a reason i now realize with you saying all this why i'm a bit scared of fire you say that but then when you were living um in the house that we rent yeah. you would leave candles alight when you left for the day so much so that you had to put a note on the door <laughs> to check for lit candles <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god i thought i must have done it again somehow by accident oh. yesterday we were in bed last night and then troy was just like what's that smell I hate and, it when people say that. And then we started sniffing. And there was literally just the acrid smell of burning wafting <gasps> through the house. And I was like, shit. I was like, I haven't had any candles alight. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, are we going to go downstairs and like the curtains are on fire? It's the gas yeah. cooker. Yeah. But God, yeah. Especially after last year when the old cooker caught fire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was the um, neighbours had like a little um, wood log, like wood burner thing uh, outside. Okay. Thank the God. making neighbours then. No, I think they must have left. Okay. Or they're in jail. Yeah, or been arrested or something, yeah. Have you seen they're trying to change pot to a class A drug Mm. now, which just seems bonkers? Yeah. Like... I feel like I'm not the right person to talk about all this because I'm, like, anti-drugs, (laughs) anti-drinking. I don't drink alcohol. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I view alcohol as, like, well, I feel like that should be banned. You are if- like my eldest, <laughs> who I was choosing a rum yesterday in the supermarket. She was in the supermarket with me. I was down the Alcala, mm-hmm. choosing a nice rum. Yeah. And she saw one with, like, a crossbones on it. Oh, yeah. And she goes, I found a poison bottle. What do you mean? Oh, okay, yeah, I see what you're meaning. And then she goes, well, to be truthful, this is all poison. <laughs> yes. This is why her and I are so close. Like, so I just turned around. And I was just like, well, water technically can be poison. Yeah. Wow. Now you've traumatised her. <laughs> yeah. I just think with everything else that we do have that's illegal, alcohol, it doesn't make sense that alcohol isn't. As I'm sitting here drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah. like, we've now lost like our entire listener base because they're like, okay, we can't deal with her. It's like, <laughs> all right. Next week, yeah. it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like sit around properly like judging everyone like Scrooge. I'm not like I'm not like taking the alcohol and pouring it down the sink, but I don't like people being drunk and stuff. It makes me really anxious. Yeah. I've had bad experiences with drunk people. So Tipsy's fine. Like yeah. off your face blackout drunk. Yeah. It's not nice for anyone, even no. like the And if you're involved. somebody who knows that you get really aggressive and angry and a dick when you drink don't, don't. touch the drink yeah don't drink because yeah, yeah just why yeah so but 
Sermon for anyway, the week. Yeah, we're not here to talk about my troubled past. No, um, we are not with to... me being aggressive, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> with, like, others around me. Like, just yeah. as a little caveat there. Um, anyway. Um, anyway, we've rambled on for a while now. Sorry, guys. Yeah, ten yeah, minutes. Ten minutes. Oh. Whoops. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I've got loads of wedding stuff to do. Can I just come over and record and then leave? Exactly. Like, <laughs> nice to see my sister. It's like, nope, it's bye. Yeah, bye. Like, like, hi, we need to get this done. When can yeah. I go? <laughs> and we love we love recording for you all, really. So, um, yeah, this week, uh, doing a case that's like a bit older and a bit of a change Ooh. from normal. Oh, I, I like older cases. It's like, how old? Like, back when mum was young. Oh, like 60s. Yeah. Ooh, I like 60s, 70s, 80s. I like that kind of period. Yeah. Not properly. I'm not one of those people who's like, back in the old days, it was so much better. But Bring back the yeah. whatever they had back then. Yeah. Like, there were loads of... Yeah. I don't know. There were loads of problems. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> um, I do I do find that sort of time period really cool. No, I find Victorian time period really oh. cool. But only if you're wealthy. Yes. Like, I wouldn't want to be, like, a chimney sweep or, like... <laughs> See, I was a weird kid. And I genuinely had almost, like, a chimney sweep fetish as a child. <laughs> of, like, I desperately wanted to be like a Victorian urchin, like chimney sweep. Are you not also like, slightly claustrophobic though? Yes, very claustrophobic <laughs> now. Sorry. But I'm terrified of slides now and I wasn't as a kid. So I think that's just happened organically yeah. over time. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so this is a really popular case that you will know when okay. I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like the first sort of case I heard of that made me like just go down the sort of true crime rabbit hole and sort of go off and study clinical psychology Ah. Um, I will say now that I have done a much deeper dive much much deeper dive than I was expecting (laughs) Oh Uh, as there's just so much to cover and I don't know how you can condense it down further Mm -hmm. so uh, we're going back to a house that would later become infamous after the Lutz family moved in in December 1975. I thought that would be the moment where you'd be like, ah, I know what case the this Lutz is. The Lutz family. This isn't like, wait, is this the Amitville? Yes. <gasps> Amitville oh, horror. Amitville. Oh, my God. <laughs> so now you see why there's so much to go yeah. there. So, oh my gosh. yeah, the Lutz family moved in December 1975, um, and they then moved out a month later due to a supposed malevolent Was haunting it of the house. just a month? Yeah. They were wow. hightailed out of there to the mum's mum's house. Okay, the, like, yeah, grandma. Mum, yeah. Or, yeah. Huh. So, Ooh. as I just said, um, it is 112 Ocean Ave- Avenue mm-hmm. in Amateurville, Suffolk County. Oh, it's in Suffolk County. Yeah. Huh. Obviously, here we are the real Suffolk. Yes, the original yes. Suffolk OG. OG um, which is on Long Island in New York, which I did not know. It's New York. New York. Is it because Suffolk? I guess because we are rural in England. I assumed it was really rural in New York. Yeah, no, Long Island is quite built up, I think. Not in New York. So, yeah, I thought it was really rural in America. Yeah. Yeah, Long Island makes me think of, like, New York, like the, yeah. the city. So, yeah, it was there. Um, So its story began in 1965 Mm -hmm. when the the DeFeo family moved in and made it their home. 
So this house obviously would uh, later be known as one of the most haunted houses, if not the most haunted house in America. Mm-hmm. Though, of course, whether it became haunted due to the murders that happened there, whether it was haunted beforehand or whether it was not actually haunted at all mm. is like not agreed upon and still up for discussion. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Have you seen the Ryan Reynolds Amityville? Yes. Oh, that's a good film. <laughs> I was literally going to say about that. <laughs> Mainly because of Ryan Reynolds. But it is actually quite a creepy film as well. It's quite scary. I think it may have been one of the first sort of horror movies I watched because I was like, I love the whole Amityville mm. like horror yeah. ghost genre like supernatural horror films are the only ones I really like mm. yeah so yeah um, after the murders um, of the DeFeo family um, the Lutz claimed that the her- there was a horrific haunting of the house wait hang on so I feel like I ha- so there were murders in the house before the Lutzes moved in yes see I feel like there's bits that i don't really know about ah, well okay. this would be an education for you then yeah so yeah uh the lutz claimed it was like horrifically haunted with like goo coming out of the walls and just like Ew. <laughs> yeah creepy shadow people and mm-hmm. everything um and obviously with that the story of the house um and also the murders that had happened there became like really sensationalized mm-hmm. um initially a <clears throat> book was published on it claiming to be the truth um but that was then greatly contested yeah and turned out to be quite fabricated yeah uh then obviously there's the movie that becca mentioned that is in my notes uh, <laughs> that starred ryan Reynolds. <laughs> um and yeah just the whole story of the house like essentially became just like this cult phenomenon yeah it's like a proper urban legend yeah isn't it um but i initially in the first episode on um the amateurville house wanted to delve into the truth of what actually happened before the lutzes moved in oh good because this sounds like it's what i don't really know about so (laughs) so uh yeah going to try and keep it to three episodes mm-hmm. um so they will be long ones because um, i want to do it justice so get settled in would be my advice <laughs> um and this week as i said we'll cover the history of the defeos um and the murders that happened there then after that next week i think we'll cover the supposed haunting of the house from the lutz's point of view mm-hmm. Before then, I finally cover theories around the hauntings and the DeFeo's murders um, because there's lots of different theories about what actually happened from evil spirits to mafia to... The mafia? Yeah. Okay. How yeah. does that come into it? Because the DeFeo's I suppose were, were they Italian? connected, yeah. And they're connected with organised crimes. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. So, to huh. start, uh, go back to the beginning, which was... Uh, initially like november the 13th 1974 okay. which sadly was a wednesday and not a friday <laughs> i love friday the 13th no yes oh. <laughs> so in the early hours of the morning mm-hmm. the entire defeo family were murdered in their beds with a point thirty-five caliber gun which means nothing to me no, i was gonna say England. what's that yeah <laughs> i know i think it's like a bigger like a rifle okay as opposed to a pistol right that's as far as my knowledge of it goes ask my american friend parker yeah he his dad i think has guns he'd know what that is yeah literally (laughs) no idea um so yeah the whole defeo family were murdered apart from 
23-year-old Ronald Jr. Okay. Otherwise known as Butch. So I'll be calling him Butch. Butch DeFeo. Yeah. Wow. Uh, And he was the eldest of the DeFeo children. Okay. So. Butch. Yes, Butch. I feel like that's just such a (laughs) silly nickname. Like, how do you take that seriously? I don't know. I'm watching through Buffy with um, the middle child. Oh, yes. She is loving it. Mm -hmm. But she's so funny. She's just like, did her mum call her Buffy because she's so buff? (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I'm like, yes. Yes, that is now the working theory. That's the reason. (laughs) Because is Buffy's name literally Buffy? Yes. Is Buffy is a real name? Buffy is a real name. Huh. Yeah. It's not short for anything or... No, not that I know of. Huh. So yeah, it's, it's just an American name. Yeah. Like Hunter. True. Yeah. So, or yeah. Angel. Parker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Molly's kind of like a name Irish that we'd name. find like normal. No, no, I'm saying like American names aren't normal. They're normal there. You'd but like what weird. Yeah, yeah. What we would just be like, oh yeah, that's like we to wouldn't me, think Parker about it. Is a surname. Yeah. Like, exactly. Parker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah. But, uh, Butch would later go on to plead guilty to the murders of some of the family members, not all. Oh, wait, so he did actually admit murdering some of them? Some of them, not all of them. Okay, so hang on. So they they all died at the same time, but he only murdered murdered some of them. Yes. (laughs) Right. I'm intrigued to find out why or how, what he says happened. It's not just there are people that believe that he is telling the truth oh. that he did only murder some of them and that with the timeline of timeline the timeline <laughs> that sounds like some kind of like um, doctor who <laughs> get to the timeline <laughs> they need to put that in a doctor who episode yes <laughs> the timeline i don't know why that's so hard to say um that yeah that's that there were more people involved and they wouldn't have all been able to be shot in the time that they were if it was just Butch. Ah, okay. But we will get onto that in, mm. well, a couple of weeks. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the question still remains, was Butch the victim of some dark demonic force in the house? Mm. Or was he a victim of a difficult and abusive upbringing and mental health problems? Mm. Was he just how he was born, or was mm. it a combination of the lot of it? Mm. Yeah. And so we rewind. Mm. Mm. Grab the timeline. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to jump with that on I it do. now. Grab the timeline. <laughs> now, Butch's father, Ronald DeFeo Senior, obviously. Okay. He was born November the 16th, 1930. Ooh, so almost a 100 years ago. 98 years ago. No, because no. it's 2022 right now. <laughs> so 92 years ago. No. <laughs> yeah, because in eight years' time, it'll have been 100 years. Because it'll yes. be 2030. <laughs> yes, so 92 years ago. You did a master's level <laughs> maths module at uni. <laughs> I know. I could use a calculator. <laughs> um, now, 
Ronald was uh, said to be very suave and handsome, apparently. Oh, okay. I like the word suave. Yeah. <laughs> it's not used enough. Um, now, Butcher's mother, Louise Briganti, she was born November the 3rd, 1931. Mm-hmm. So, 93 oh, had... years ago? Yeah. And she was initially pursuing a modelling career when she was younger. So, they seem to be quite like. No, 91 years ago, because it's sooner. No, because if he was born 90... Yes, 91 years ago. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> And I'm the one who's got, like, a bit of a migraine-like headache coming on. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they seem to be quite, from the sounds of it, a good-looking couple. Yeah. Um, now, these two, Ronald and Louise... Went... They don't feel like names that go together. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I didn't know you had to date someone <laughs> just like, based on how their name went with I guess yours. I just can't imagine being like, we're going to Ronald and Louise's later. It doesn't, like, roll off the tongue. Uh, Ronald and Louise, uh, they went on to have five children, mm-hmm. which, obviously, they're an Italian family. You have lots of children. Yeah. Even though that's not the excuse our mum can have. No. I have had people in the past be like, are you Catholic? I'm like, no. No. No, we're not. <laughs> our parents are just silly. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, there was obviously Butch, who was obviously not called Butch, but no. we know him as Butch, mm-hmm. who was born on the 26th of September 1951. Okie dokie. His sister, Dawn, was born July 29th, 1956. Mm-hmm. Then his next sister, Alison, was August 16th, 1961. Uh-huh. So, they seem to have them quite close together. Yeah. Um, and then his brother, Mark, so the fourth child mm-hmm. was born on september the 4th 1962 mm. okay. so after the birth of mark louise had actually decided to leave ronald oh okay. she actually had moved out at this point oh. do we know why she left him it's not been confirmed but obviously ronald was a really abusive piece of shit oh, to his he? children and his wife oh yeah. okay. well, i mean that's a good reason to leave someone yeah i reckon it probably played a part yeah, that's really sad yeah he was a bit of a cunt Aww. um so louise's brother actually spoke to the court about a time when he remembered when butch was about two mm-hmm. two the same sort of age as my yeah. youngest god everyone was watching tv Mm-hmm. When out of nowhere, Ronald, the giant fucking cunt, stood up and smashed Butch's head into the wall. What? Just out of nowhere. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, what? Do- he's two. Oh my god. Like, how'd you do that to anyone but a two year old? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I get stressy when I put yours into the car and his head like bonks on the side oh, of the god, car. Oh no. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I caught him with the door today at the pumpkin patch and I literally felt so guilty. Aww. <laughs> it's, oh. Wow. Like, anytime you accidentally just like knock them, it's just yeah. like, don't hate me. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, I just... Why have children? If you're going to be you, like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have them. Nope. Like, so, yeah, obviously, oh. Louise left him. Yeah, thank um, God she did. Uh, oh, okay, no. Yeah, after oh, no. they separated, Ronald tried to win Louise back, and he actually co-wrote a song for her titled The Real Thing. I'm sorry, what? Is yeah. this a song you can, like, listen to? Oh, yeah, jazz musician Joe Williams recorded it for his album One Is A Lonesome Number. I'm sorry, what? Okay, I just had to look that up to listen to some of it. And 
it is how you, it is how you would imagine like a 60s song to be it's Especially very a 60s jazz song. yeah it, yeah it's very jazzy very like da-da, 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 da-da. No. here we go yeah no. here we go no we can't ah no, no copyright so there we go there was a very brief <laughs> snippet of it by accident hopefully we don't get sued <laughs> yes but you might have just heard the slight yeah like jolly strains over there yeah um, i'll see how much i can cut out i'm not gonna lie if troy wrote me a song and it was like that i'd probably feel quite cringy but <laughs> back then it might have been really romantic yeah but not if it's coming from your abusive husband who beats your children no so yeah uh, it it feels very narcissistic and oh, like God, yeah. very manipulative. Yeah. Mm. Sadly, it seemed to have worked. Oh. Well, that, or as I put in my notes, pressures like financial situations, yeah, stigma it, of the time. I was going to say it being children, the 60s. Yeah. May have come into play. Yeah. But Louise and Ronald did get back together and went on to have their fifth child that I hinted they had. Um, he was called John and he was born the oh. twin. Sorry, I just hadn't clicked that we'd only gone through four kids yes. so far. Yeah. So, yeah, they had John, who was born 24th of October, 1965. Right. Um, at that point, the DeFeos also moved from their apartment, because an apartment with five children, like... Um, That's even worse than <laughs> where we yeah. grew up. To the infamous house in Amityville, with oh. the help of Louise's parents. Mm-hmm. And at this point, when they moved into the house in Amityville, mm-hmm. Butch was coming up 14. Oh, okay. He'd lived in that apartment with, like, siblings and stuff. Must have but, been like, so cramped for, like, almost 14 years. Jesus. Which I didn't realise, which is no. bonkers. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, after moving into... Why have I put 112? I'm <laughs> guessing I mean 112? Yeah. 112. Um, maybe, is that how they say it in America? Like 112? Oh, no. No. I, think... I know, like, sometimes they split bigger, nu- like, house numbers up differently to us. I think but... it's me just writing down the number and seeing that it's a 1 and a 12 <laughs> and being a bit stupid. 112. Um, 112 Ocean Avenue. Um, Ronald wanted to get portraits of their family done, Ronald being the dad. Right. These portraits cost about $50,000. Um, what? Yep. Um, what? <laughs> he had to get financial help from Louise's parents, because uh, they'd also helped them buy the house. And once they were completed, Ronald had the pictures hung up in the stairwell. Right. he's a narcissistic, oh, look at my family, it's all perfect, when he yeah. knows it's not, it's all about mm-hmm. appearances. Yep. So, yeah. Despite this outward portrayal of this picture-perfect family, mm-hmm. family life was not tranquil. Surprise, surprise. No, yeah. Um, the housekeeper for the family, because they had a housekeeper, okay, um, described Ronald as the literal devil. Okay, I mean, if your housekeeper who barely probably sees you, sees you that way. The literal uh, devil. Like, that's not a good thing to be known as. No. <laughs> Um, okay. And yeah, friends of Butcher's described the house as a crazy house. Great. Um, they said they saw Ronald Senior throw Butch up against the wall multiple times. Oh wow! So he um, didn't even like it didn't uh, tone even. it down when people were around. I think he toned it down. Oh well, yeah, maybe that's worrying yeah. if that's him like holding back. God. Um, Ronald and Butch would yell at each other. 
Um, Not surprised from Butcher's side. Was just really violent with his kids, especially the older two, uh, Mm. as well as his wife, Louise. Um, He... You read into it and that, and apparently he would threaten Louise with another beating and shout that at her in the middle of like the street outside. Wow! So like then, I'm assuming they had neighbours. Yeah. And then like they just, but yeah, it's the sixties, the, the lovely sixties, where it's like, oh yeah, it's it's your right as a husband to beat your wife yeah, because like, they probably someone, disobeyed you. Even if someone rang up, it would be counted as a domestic situation, yeah. and which wasn't seen as like no. illegal, was it? It was just like no, it wasn't illegal to hit your wife no. until a certain time. I can't remember. Was but yeah, literally just domestic a domestic dispute that yeah. wasn't anyone else's business exactly jesus um butch eventually learned to fight back um initially his father had like told him to stand up to bullies at school because they'd bullied him because he was overweight okay um well like, he probably had quite a lot of emotional problems by yep, this point eat his emotions yeah i mean the bullies sound horrible as well they called him like um blob and oh my god oh, the other thing they called him there's something else they called him as well. Um, pork chop. That's horrible. Yeah. Blob. Jesus Christ. Yep. Just right. doesn't need that. Like, his home life's shit enough, and then at school it's shit too. Mm. Um, and yeah, so he learnt to fight back with his bullies, um, with his father sort of condoning it. And then, obviously, he took the same view towards his father. Like, yeah. well, if I fight them back for being like that, I should fight you back. Hmm. Um, and so he became, ended up becoming really violent and unpredictable himself. Yeah. Which, do again, what you've isn't been surprising. T- no, you do what you've been taught. Like, yeah. Like, hmm. um, his parents, at this point, started really struggling with his behaviour. Oh, I'm not surprised. Like, oh, no, poor them. I hate that view of it's like, that kind of like hitting your kids and stuff. It's yeah. like... You're just teaching them to solve yeah. their problems and by hitting. Exactly, and it's like, okay, so great, what about when they're bigger than you yeah. and they think this is how they solve exactly. things. Exactly. And then it also does feel a bit ironic. It's like, oh, okay, you can't take it the other way around. You're you're okay as long as you're hitting someone smaller yeah. than you. Give it out but can't take it. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, his parents took Butch to see a psychiatrist and, like, seemed to take fuck all responsibility for their part in his behaviour. I can't believe being like, huh, why is our son so messed up? Why is he so violent? We'd better take him to a psychiatrist because we just can't figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, like, Like, oh no. Yeah, you poor things, you've definitely, you're at the end of your rope, you just don't know what to do with him. Like, Jesus. Surprise, surprise, (laughs) the psychiatric help didn't really get anywhere. Mm. But... And so, like, if someone's not wanting to help themselves and being open to make changes, there's it's pointless dragging them to a psychiatrist. Yeah. Like, what are they expecting the psychiatrist to do? Mm, they're not magic workers. No. Um, Butch's parents, especially his father, um, when that didn't work, started using money and material gifts and bribery, like buying Butch a speedboat. He had a speedboat. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So um, they were very, him. very well off financially. Yeah, I think a lot of it, from what I was reading, is like laundered money. I was going to say, if you're saying they had the ties to the mafia. Family like, business. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But like, how have they suddenly got all this money when they were living in this little, tiny little like flat? Because um, Butch's dad starts working for his um. father-in-law 
at the car dealership and shop, which was a front for them. I was going to say organized yeah. crime. Right. Apparently, like all of the um, uh, like American sweet shops we get over here that keep like springing up. Apparently, yeah. they're often like fronts for no. like drugs and stuff. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? Not like all of them, but like if they just sort of suddenly like pop up and stuff. Yeah. Like they. There's lots of those in Cambridge. There are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. do just bring up they're there one week and not the next mm, oh yeah they're o- often like used now as like fronts what happens stuff. if you go in and buy actual sweets so they just look at you like all dirty like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I guess they're just like okay well making some money legally yeah. <laughs> won't complain wow. I don't know but yeah but I put as well like getting back to it that with how Butch's dad was and just like the using money and material gifts now it was like that typical abusive pattern like i'll treat you like absolute shit but mm. then oh look i'll try and make up for it yeah so yeah um and like as you say like him growing up in that apartment it actually turns out as well that butch resented his parents for moving away from it okay i think because his grandfather lived in Brooklyn, which mm. is near where the apartment was, oh, okay. or the same place the apartment was. And he like seemed to really adore his grandfather. Um, he actually even attempted to fake his own kidnapping one time oh. so that he could run away back to his grandfather. Oh, wow. Um, oh, gosh. But yeah, no, he just got oh. taken back to Amityville, yeah. sadly. Oh. Was his grandfather nice? Ish. Or is this the guy that you said that his dad started working for? Like, he started working for his dad, who yeah, was the mafia working, person? Yeah, but I think he treated his family nicely. Okay. So, like, like, he, he was actually a good... Himself. He was a good granddad. And... I think so, yeah. I couldn't... Oh. I didn't read anyone yeah. he was abusive. Oh, so he was probably the only person he had a stable relationship yeah. with. Yeah. It's just... How did he think that was going to end, though? It's just yeah. like, you faked your own kidnapping, but you're showing up there. Well, yeah. Do you know if... If he was in the mafia, they, they would be all about family. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that really... comes into play later. Oh. Yeah. You keep guessing my point. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the years just went by like this, sort of that abuse from Butch's dad and him fighting back and just that tumultuous, awful house to be growing up in. Mm-hmm. And then when Butch was 17, he was expelled from his high school for his volatile behaviour. Ooh. Okay, so he's becoming, like, an abuser himself then. He he was getting, yeah, quite violent. Um, He'd also started experimenting with LSD and heroin. They are not great things to be experimenting with, I don't feel like. No, I think... His slippery slope started with amphetamines um, mm-hmm. because obviously he was quite chubby. Um, he used amphetamines to lose weight. Oh, right. Um, oh, and... bless him. So he was really like, I mean, I'm not surprised after all that bullying. Yeah. He was really like obsessed with his weight. Yeah. But that's so sad to feel like you've got to go to that extreme. I know. And then, of course, once he started on those and then he gets offered LSD, heroin, etc., it just yeah. becomes a whole thing. Um, and not surprisingly like getting onto the harder drugs mm, caused Butch to become even more violent and unpredictable yeah 
Um, one time he apparently even aimed a gun at a friend during a hunting trip. Oh my god. Um, the friend apparently ran off. Yeah. And when Butch saw him later, he just asked him why he left so quickly. Um, right. <laughs> Which is just I wonder, like, Butch, I wonder. Yeah. Could it possibly be that you pointed a gun at me? If one of my friends did that, I don't think they would see me again. No. <laughs> like... Oh. Um, and then, yeah, 1969 rolls around, mm. um... When it was the summer of 69. 69. I love that song. <laughs> um, and he was out at a bar, mm-hmm. um, and he tried to buy a drink for a 21-year-old woman named Geraldine. Okay. He was out with friends. Um, she was, like, singing at the bar. Okay. But when he gets denied, he's going to look like such an idiot. <laughs> well, he, he tried to buy it for her. He's just like, can I buy you a drink? Ah, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, she was like, no. Um, apparently <laughs> Good, he was being yeah. loud and obnoxious with his friends. Yeah, so she was um, like, yeah, this guy's like, a dick. Yeah, fuck yeah. off. Mm. They then bumped into each other again oh, at God. a different bar later. Uh-huh. Like, not that same night, but like a few nights later. Okay. Um, uh, Where Geraldine was singing again. Oh, yeah, I put a few months later. Oh, okay. <laughs> months, okay, <laughs> months, yes. Not days. <laughs> um, and Butch offered to buy her a drink, which she accepted to this time. Oh, okay. And then, not so good, Butch kept on persisting Geraldine to go on a date with him um, until she actually agreed. Great. If you're having to literally, like, coerce someone into going on a date with you, maybe don't yeah, do exactly. that. Yeah, <laughs> Um, on top of that, it wasn't until they'd been dating a few months that Geraldine learned that Butch was actually 17 at the time. Oh, so he was lying about his age or it just didn't come up? Or... I think he'd been lying about his age because obviously mm. he should have been 21 to be buying the drink. Yeah. Um, she was 21. And when, when you're in your 20s, 21 and 17 are quite different. Yeah. that mm. Like, part of me thinks that maybe... Um, Geraldine found out when it was Butch's 18th birthday, maybe? Ah! Because that, that could make sense, That it? would be a time you'd notice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That would be so awkward. I know. Oh, my God. And you just feel so... Like, I know I would feel so gross with myself. Yeah. Just be like, oh... It would be a little bit like in Friends with Monica and the like, oh, God. <laughs> like high school, yeah, like senior or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, but just yeah, you'd think. But huh. um, despite learning that Butch was now like probably no, eighteen, she stays with him. Yeah, him and Geraldine kept dating. No, um, that's where it then gets wrong. Um, yeah, Butch introduced her to his family. Okay, I'm sure that went well. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first time Geraldine met Butch's mum, um, she was covered like from head to toe in clothes. Um, despite Ge- the mum or Geraldine, the mum. Okay, <laughs> Geraldine wasn't being a nun. Okay. Um, apparently, um, when her and Butch would like try and get like down to hanky panky stuff at the <laughs> so parents' house, <laughs> oh, <no>. um, <laughs> the mum would like play like like songs that are just like we ain't no hussies here and stuff like that really (laughs) loudly in the house amazing (laughs) oh wow (laughs) um so yeah but no so the mum was covered from head to toe Mm -hmm. um and they'd gone over for a pool party okay that's not generally what you'd wear to the pool no um bit of a statement being made there well 
Or is no, that just how she dressed? No, what? it was to cover up all the bruises oh, from no. Butch's dad beating on her. Oh, that's horrible. Yep. Oh, wow. Like, no easy way to say that. It's just like, no. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Mm. And she's just like, at that point, like, run, Geraldine. Yeah. Run. And Butch take her it. with you. Take Louise yeah. with you and run. And the other sibling. Yeah, well, yeah. Butch. And... Oh, that's horrible. <sighs> yeah. Now... Once Butch turned 18, um, despite, like, well, on top of Geraldine probably finding out, um, mm-hmm. he started working for his father in the car business. Okay, <laughs> inverted commas, car business, wink, wink. Okay. Yeah, I've read some things that um, report that the car business obviously was a front for the mm-hmm. organised crime. And that some of the jobs Butch and his friends would do would be body disposal. Oh, that's horrific. Yes. Wow. But the official line is that Butch was doing oil changes, engine tune-ups and so on mm-hmm. at the car business. Jesus. Um, but- so, like, in these sorts of situations, I don't know how much you know about all this sort of mafia organised crime stuff. I don't, because I'm scared to learn yeah. about it. Because, like, with these fronts, do they actually know how to do the, the work and, like, they can do the work. Like, some people could just trot up with their car and they'd do it because they're like, okay, they think we're a garage. I Whoopsie. don't know, but the thought of accidentally going to a mafia garage is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. But like, Imagine if you take the car back because actually it's still got that knocking, rattling sound. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> just like, we can make the problem go away. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, oh. Um, I'll, I'll bring it back in a bit if it's still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Oh, no, yeah. it scares me mm. I think just learning about it scares me because it's just like well, what if they notice that I'm like reading up about them and they come and like do a hit on me <laughs> fly all the way over to rural England <laughs> they've probably got like people in this country too do you reckon yes maybe I'm just naive and that's why I'm not worried about <laughs> it's it terrifying <laughs> oh god mm. So no, I it is something that we should probably read up on at yeah. some point. Like the motorcycle gang. Yes. But, I, yeah, I do want to do one on that. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Butch is now working with his dad, which is just horrendous because now he's seeing his dad be an mm. asshole at home. He's now got to work with the cunt. Like mm. he gets no break from him at yeah. all. Um and while I can't condone what Butch did later and confessed to doing later Mm -hmm. at this point i i have empathy for younger butch yeah what he's going through what he's gone through how his life's ended up is Mm. shit and none of that was his choice none of that was his doing he is a child who has just been in the situation he's in yeah Yeah, when life has screwed him over Mm -hmm. um so yeah butch working at the car place he did get a weekly paycheck okay even apparently if he didn't show up for work i wish that was something i got i know maybe not to be involved in organized crime to get it but like yeah (laughs) working with an abusive dad yeah but yeah um his psychiatrist um who he still saw at this point so he did get on with his psychiatrist (laughs) okay but he just didn't help improve his behavior no or she i don't know if it's a boy or a girl Oh, man, man I'm sorry. This is a 10 year old sat there with a clipboard. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you want a decent doodling, mister? <laughs> so, Mr. DeFeo, if you can ever see. Why do you Victoria? I don't know. 
great me. at gym. <laughs> Counselor. Apples and pears, Mister Apples and pears. Oh, I feel you're pain, Governor. Shoe shine. Shoe shine whilst you're sat there. <laughs> That's a untapped <laughs> business opportunity there. Yeah. Counselling and shoe shining at the same time. <laughs> oh, Mister, you got a chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listeners are just like what the fuck is wrong with them (laughs) Uh, but yeah um, my stomach hurts so no he still he still saw his little victorian psychiatrist um and he did ask him um obviously like about this yeah and butch is just like well i can get away with anything it works so yeah why not Mm. essentially was his attitude fair and I mean I suppose which you probably could yeah because at the same time though it's just like yeah fair point butch yeah but to me it just also screams of someone who is struggling mm. and almost kind of like he's just come to accept that that's life and that's the way it is yeah that's so true yeah why try and change yeah, it yeah there's no aspiration to get yeah. out or be better or yeah um <clears throat> So yeah, despite the issues with his family that he talked to his psychiatrist about, mm-hmm. so um, he was open with like the family problems that he was experiencing. I think so yeah, That's good actually. I'm yeah. proud of him. But at that point, at that point, yeah, it's clear here. At that point, yeah, Butch and Geraldine's relationship continued to get stronger. Okay, um, at least initially. Mm-hmm. Geraldine uh, considered Butch to be a great dad to her two kids oh. from a previous marriage. She had kids and he she did took on girls. this like stepdad role. Yeah, and oh, he wow. adored her girls apparently. Even though he was like seventeen, eighteen when he met her. Yeah. Yes. So like eighteen, nineteen when he's like yeah with the kids. Wow. I'm guessing like part of it. I think it's just like he had such a shit upbringing, mm. and he kind of like knows how he doesn't want to be yeah. with kids himself. True. And he's got younger siblings, like he does, quite yeah. a lot younger. The youngest yeah. one. So. The youngest one, I think, is about nine, ten. Yeah. Well, yeah. So he kind of almost did raise or help raise yeah. a small child as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Geraldine's children even commented later after all the shit went down mm. um, that Butch had been like a really good stepdad. Oh, and then in 1970, so I don't know how old Butch would have been. Let me just work it out. 69. He was 17. Oh, when he was 18. Ah, this was very swift. Um. <laughs> yep. Uh. Da da Butch and Geraldine actually eloped. Huh. Um, yeah. Oh, so okay. Just, yeah. He, he's a little bit younger than I thought he might have been. I thought, no, they eloped within a year. Wow. Wow. Yes. Um, quite quick. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Butch's dad was infuriated that they'd gotten married. Mm-hmm. Um, he really didn't like Geraldine. Of course he didn't, because um, it's something he can't control. Exactly. <laughs> and he was just, like, vile to her. Mm. Um, Butch moved in with Geraldine once they ah, were married. So, again, it's like his son's getting away from him. Yeah, because Ronnie actually went over and literally dragged Butch home. Why, like, physically dragged physically him Physically dragged home. him. Wow. But he's 18. He's got to be fairly big by now. Ronnie was 
um, like two hundred and fifty pounds oh. kilograms, something like that. Oh, okay. He was quite. He was head, a quite big guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I guess. Again, he's very violent, so it's going to yeah. be... You know that if you, like, put up too much of a fight, he is going to physically assault you. Yeah, and Butch has lived his whole life being a victim of him. Yeah, exactly. He just doesn't yeah. have... I don't think that fight in him at that point. No, yeah. Aww. Um, And, yeah, from that point onwards, really, Butch was expected to live part of his time at his parents' house in Amateurville and part of his life with Geraldine. Oh, wow. Um, and his dad literally told him that if he didn't, his car, job, and everything else would be gone. Wow. Huh. So, and you think, if you know that your dad's part of organised crime and that true. as well, you'd be worried about, am I going to be gone with the car? Yeah, that's true. Are yeah. you going to get me some new boots? Mm, right. Like, yes. So, yeah, again, life just continued on for the next few years. Um, and Butch continued with his violent and volatile reputation. That's so sad because he sort of almost nearly got away. Yeah. You kind of think what uh, what might have been different if he had been able to leave. And have a different yeah, mm. upbringing time of it. Yeah. Uh, he obviously wasn't just a pure piece of shit because no. he was good with the stepkids. And... Not all yeah. kids, though. Oh. Um, oh. One time he thought a kid from the neighbourhood had thrown rocks at, like, his family were really religious. Yeah. Maybe that's why they had so many kids. Mm. Um, and he thought the kid had thrown rocks at this, like, religious statue thing that they had in their garden. Um, and so he shouted at the kid's mum that if she was a man, he would punch her in the face. Right. And that if her husband had an issue with that, he'd also punch him in the face. Okay. Yeah. Um, she tries Seems like to a just... lot to shout angrily at someone as well. Like, if you're a man, I'd punch you in the face. And if your husband had an issue with it, I'd punch him in the face. <laughs> it's like, it kind of goes on a like bit, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so she tried to walk away, and mm-hmm. then he followed her and continued to verbally abuse her. That's so gonna be I'm scary. Guessing, like a lesson he's learnt from his dad. Yeah, and like you don't walk away from me. Yeah, you go back here. Yeah. Um. Another huh. negative against Butch at this point is he started cheating on his wife. Oh my god, why? Uh, just his leave his dad cheated a mm. hell of a lot and was like a big womanizer and so like, he thinks it's normal and yeah doesn't i guess have a reason to respect sort of a relationship and and i think like life in general was just a shit show right, so yeah. him and geraldine would keep on breaking up because she'd catch him mm. and then they'd get back together Aww. and the relationship would continue but to make Butch make amends for cheating mm-hmm. on her. Geraldine would, and I'm sorry for any guy listeners out there. Geraldine would stub cigarettes out on Butch's penis. Oh, um, kind of to get back at him. Oh, okay. Um, before sort of letting him have any more intercourse with her. Oh, ooh, yeah. Oh, that's just oh. I'm not sure if it was... That's uh, horrific. I think... Oh, okay. So there's abuse now going on on both sides yeah. as well. And... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, just... Oh. Um, uh, pff, yeah, don't, don't know, know what to say to that. No. Um, huh. Yeah. Never. Um, ever abuse anyone. Just leave. Yeah. Right. If you get into the point where you want to stub a cigarette out on someone's dick, just leave the relationship. Yes. Please. Yeah. For them and you. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, Butch also believed that 
a wife <clears throat> should quote be a lady in the streets <laughs> and a whore in the sheets. I'm sorry, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, what butch? What? Yep. <laughs> fucking what? Yep. Oh, that's like those fucking like gross people who are like, ew, women should uh, be virgins, but then they want them to be these like porn stars yes. instantly. It's like, yeah, no, you can't have your cake and eat, you can't have everything. Like yep. what? It's no. the whole like Madonna and whore complex yeah. thing, which interestingly enough, when I was younger and like, Start of like teenage years, mm-hmm. I think, where I heard the term Madonna and Hall Complex. Mm-hmm. I literally thought it was meaning the singer Madonna. No. I, I was very confused because I was what? just like, but how is she like representing purity and chaste? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone while she's there like, Vogue, and they're like, oh, yeah. she's beautiful and perfect. And like, I thought it might have been because of her song, Like a Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh, that was the wrong time to drink some hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, that's a fun little tidbit about me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Butch, Butch definitely had that view about. I don't. Is Madonna meant to be the Virgin Mary? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Because when Geraldine got pregnant, Butch would then refuse to have sex with her and would go out and cheat. Right. And then when she had because the, they had a kid together. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he then wouldn't have sex with her. He'd cheat, and then after the baby was born, uh, all good again. Okay, then. Yes. What kind of fucked up shit is that? Yeah. What it is that whole like? Oh no, oh. you're now a mother. God, fucking misogynistic, yeah. sexist men. Mm-hmm. Like, will find any reason to do anything they yep. want. <laughs> so, Which, and no, I'm not meaning all men, but just. The misogynistic sexist piece said. of shit ones. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> While all this shit show was going on with Butch's parents, Geraldine, and everything else, um, Butch absolutely still seemed to, like, adore and dote on his siblings. Oh, okay. So he, like, was really affectionate towards his siblings Yeah, and apparently he was, like, a massive pushover when oh. it came to them. He was, like... I kind of almost imagined that he just wanted not really much to do no, with his family as a whole. Them. Oh. Um, which is horrific if he did, and if he did end up oh. being the one who killed them. Yeah, that's true. So... I don't like the way that he's an absolute asshole with loads of stuff but then he does some things that I'm like oh I know like you feel sympathetic I don't like that for. conflict like <laughs> Alison wanted to spend as much time as she could with Butch and she used to go over to his and Geraldine's and like ask him to tie her shoes or do her hair Oh. and Geraldine said that Alison just Butch just said that to Geraldine that Alison just needed love um, and Butch would like call them simple acts of love or something like that Aww, so Alison would like just she got into the habit of just being able to go and like ask him and just say I just need some simple love or basic Aww. cheap cheap love because it was like such yeah. a cheap, really easy, easy way be... of showing that he loved Aww, her that's that's annoyingly sweet yeah wow um, but this is where like we've talked before about like people who do terrible things yeah we can't it's just not act black like and white. No. they're not just evil yeah people. we can't it's such a problem that so much of society we do act like a bad a person who's done bad things is just a bad person and a complete writer really. yeah yeah um so yeah uh Apparently, as well, Butch was always gushing about Mark and his sports because Mark like loved his sports and his football and stuff. Right. And Butch would try and get to all his games if he could. Oh wow! So, 
I don't know, it might just be obviously we're not getting as much information about them. But it almost sounds like the other siblings weren't enduring as much shit as, like, Butch yeah, had gone no, through. Yeah, it was mainly Butch and Dawn. Yeah. That, and then, obviously, their mum that mm-hmm. had the shit from um, yeah. their dad. Hmm. Um, yeah, and Mark got injured in one of his football matches. Oh. Um, and Ronald, so the dad, actually ordered Butch out of the hospital because he was being unmanly and crying. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Um, it no, was, not, oh, my gosh, to him crying. Oh, my gosh, to the dad. Yeah. It was a, like, bad injury as well. Um, it, like, fucked up his back. He was actually in a wheelchair oh. recovering from it um, when, obviously, the murders happened. Uh, oh. Yeah. That's horrible. So, moving on, because we'll cover that. Yeah. Um, there was also John, um, who Butch would take boating as John loved being out on the water. Oh, he was like the baby of the family, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. And then there was Dawn, the like next young, like the next, next eldest for yeah. Butch. Um, and Butch would report, like, apparently give Dawn his car key so she could just escape the house. Oh. And which would mean that Butch was left on the end, like, on the receiving end of his father's rage so he'd like take literal beatings for her to be able to get oh, out of the wow. house oh my god which again just seems so odd that he cares them so much if then if he, he did was kill the one them. who killed yeah. them but mm. as I said we get we'll on get to there. whether he did or what yeah. could have happened mm. um yeah one time after Butch's dad beat Alison so badly Oh. Um, he like dragged her up and down the stairs with her head like going bump 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 off of oh every step. Oh my god! Um, she actually was raced to the hospital, um, and Butch was just paranoid that she mustn't be allowed to fall asleep because he thought she'd die if she did. Yeah. So he's like oh. trying to say like worried about them dying. Yeah, that is really weird. Yeah. Like, hmm. So. Um, we'll fast forward a little bit now to when Butch is 23. So this is just a few weeks before the murders. Ah, okay. Well, he was really young when yeah. it happened. Um, his father had asked him to deposit $20,000 from the business. Right. Probably not, <coughs> you know, laundering money. Mm-hmm. Now, Butch claimed that this was stolen on the way to the bank. Right. Okay. Um, and, yeah, his father just, like, did not believe him. I'm not going to lie, I probably <laughs> wouldn't either. No. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Right. Then Butch kind of ended up apparently threatening his dad with a gun. Ah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, it, it I, just sounds like, yeah. oh, just a mess, uh, yeah. boiling pot. Like. And uh, th- that is really wrong. That is, oh, don't, God, don't yeah. ever do that. But I also, I don't really feel sorry for the dad at this point in time. No. Because it's like, you reap what you sow. You've treated your son like shit. You've kind he's, of made him like that. Yeah, and now he's using your tactics against you. So, mm, shit yeah, comes around. Exactly. But still wrong for Butch to do that. You shouldn't do that, do that. Yeah. no. So, we're now kind of at the point of the day of the murders. Mm. So, I'll... It's hard. I feel like this is just going to be really sad. Yeah. (laughs) I'll try and keep it as light as possible. Yeah. I'll cover what definitely happened. Mm -hmm. And as I said, we'll go into the possible differences, more details later, when we look at alternative narratives to what may have happened. Um, So, we know Butch was already on probation for having stolen a car. Uh Uh-huh. And him being on probation required him to keep his job to stay out of jail. Now, he went to work early um, and 
he mentioned to people throughout the day that he'd been trying to ring his mum as she needed to leave his play play slips out (laughs) pay slips out for his probation meeting later that day okay so he then left work early and he went and met a friend called barbie 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 (laughs) before heading home and to go and clean the house right is this something he normally did go clean the house or yeah i was gonna say um i think he went and cleaned the house as in cleaned cleaned up the house deep cleaned the house kind of thing Mm. after this he then went to his local bar and at 6 p.m that evening he told friends he couldn't get hold of anyone at home right despite trying to ring them all day so he was going to go and check on them at home but he may have to break a door or window to get in because he didn't have his keys with oh right okay i was gonna say like that's kind of suspicious if you're (laughs) just saying i'm assuming that's gonna be necessary but he went home to clean yeah. So he can't be like, oh, I've been trying to get hold of them all day. Or are these different friends? I, I guess. don't think. Yeah, Bobby kind of. There's. May know more than other friends. Ah, but the people okay. at the bar, he was just like, yeah, no, I haven't been able to get hold yeah, of them all day. Okay. So he went off. And mm. then apparently he rushed back into the bar half an hour later, shouting that his family had been shot. Right. Bobby, his closest friend, asked Butch if he was sure. Okay, so Bobby was there. And wasn't like, hey, Butch, but you said you went home to clean. Bobby may have been with Butch at the time that something happened. Uh-huh. Um, but then he was at the bar when Butch came back. Right. Um, so, yeah, Bobby was like, maybe your family are just sleeping. Uh, what? I think it's... it's Bear in uh, mind, it's like 6.30 in the evening. Yeah, and I feel like it's it's kind of easy to tell if someone's sleeping or been shot. And why would his whole family be sleeping yeah. at six thirty in the evening? And if everyone was asleep, I'd probably wake someone up to be like, "Why are you all asleep?" Yeah. Or something. <laughs> so what? Yeah, I I wouldn't just instantly be like, "Oh my god!" If they exactly. were asleep. Like, um, so yeah, what? Butch was just like, "No, no, no, definitely being shot." Um, mm. And Bobby and the others then rushed to the DeFeo's house with Butch, and Bobby was like speeding the whole way there. But you'd like, just yeah. call the police. Yeah, no, Why would didn't. you go? Why would you go back to their house? Because Bobby is just like, oh man, we'll check. This is dodgy as fuck yeah. right now. So they all got there to okay. Butch's house. Bobby goes like sprinting up the steps okay. against his caution of his other friends. Yeah, Bobby seems very involved. Yes. I'm not liking this. Bobby enters the house mm-hmm. and notices that it's silent apart from the barking of the family's dog. Which was a sheepdog called Shaggy. Aww. Shaggy was alright. Oh, I'm glad Shaggy doesn't. Shaggy lives a good life, I'm guessing. Yeah. Aww. Now, Bobby runs upstairs, um, and as he was Butcher's closest friend, he was often over at the house, like, all the time, so he, mm-hmm. like, knew the house inside and out. Yeah. Um, he reached the master bedroom, and mm-hmm. he saw Ronald and Louise lying on their bed. Straight away, he was just like, oh, shit, man, they're dead. Oh, they're not just sleeping, Bobby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, they were both completely still, which mm. could be a giveaway. Yeah. Um, and there was a horrible smell of death in the air. Oh. I'm not sure what death would smell like. I know what it smells like in terms of things decaying, but yeah, surely it wouldn't have like started that quickly. Death. Yeah. There is a smell. Like, people do smell mm. that, but, yeah. It's just that weird, sweet, It's meant to be cloying, sickly sweet. Yeah, yeah, smell. Like, oh, I hate when there's, like, roadkill and stuff Ooh. where we walk with the dogs and you can just smell it every time yeah. you go up and down. 
Um, but yeah, so Bobby smelt that, um, and then he said he could also see that Ronald had a gunshot wound to his bare back. Oh. Um, and that there was dried blood all over the bodies in the bed. So quite obvious that they were not just sleeping. Yeah. Which you think, may, which could have said, nah, man, I've seen the bullet wounds and blood. Yeah. But no. There's like blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, one of the other men, John Altieri. He checked on one of the other bedrooms, uh, the one that had Butch's brothers in it, mm-hmm. um, because Bobby like raced back downstairs, horrified and throwing up what he'd seen. Apparently, okay. yeah, I mean, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> um, he entered the bedroom of John and Mark, who were nine and twelve. Oh my gosh, they were so young. So young. Oh. Um, John, not to be confused with brother John, mm. um, could see that both John. Confusing. Brother John. Brother John. Brother John. <laughs> and Mark um, were lying face down like their mum and dad, oh. and they had dried blood over them. Oh, so everyone was like face down? Yeah, and Mark, who had suffered the football injury, mm-hmm. he had to sleep on his back. Oh. So he must have been turned over. Yeah. To be shot. Oh my god. Which is horrific. That's terrifying. Like that poor kid. Yeah. Wow. Um, and while all this was going on, Joe Yeswoit was mm-hmm. calling the emergency services. Mm. Like, finally, someone's ringing the police. Yeah. So the police arrived at around 6.40pm, so really early in the bloody evening. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, and Butch told Officer Kenneth Grigowski that his family had been killed, like Butch's family, not... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Grigowski entered the house Mm -hmm. and upon discovery of the boys and the parents, like Mm -hmm. he confirmed it, he phoned the police office he phoned the police office to inform them that they needed to send more officers as there had been four homicides. So where's Alison and Dor? Where are they? Literally. Is that like next? Uh, yeah, upon hearing this, Butch told Grigowski that he also had two sisters, mm-hmm. Dawn and Alison. Ah, perfect. Um, and with the arrival of Officer Edwin Tyndall. Edwin. I know, it sounds like Game of Thrones, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Um, they re-entered the house and they found Alison in her room, mm-hmm. um, fatally shot. Yeah. Uh, they then proceeded to climb the stairs to Dawn's room, um, which was on the second floor. Okay, so everyone's rooms were on, like, one floor, but hers was up Yeah, another. so you had, like, the ground floor, then you had the first floor with everyone else's yeah. bedrooms, and then you had Dawn's in the attic. Oh, and there was also yeah. a basement. Wait, hang on. Okay. Because, like, in America, it's different, isn't it? The first floor is the ground floor to yeah, us. Yeah, I changed it. Oh, okay, well, I didn't cool. change it. She was <laughs> on the second floor, but the but second like, floor to us. To so the in English all people. the American reports, third it says floor. third floor. Yeah, okay. But second floor to what we'd call the second. Exactly. But, yeah, third floor for all you Americans. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's three stories to this house. Yes, and a basement. Oh, wow. Yeah. A big house. A big, big house. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they went up to the attic to Dawn's room. Um, which they originally hadn't checked because they thought it was literally just an attic. Uh-huh. Um, and they found Dawn, like her sister Alison, just like nestled beneath the covers, um, but obviously dead from Aww. being shot. Was she shot... I, I don't know, this might be an awkward question, you might not know, but like, was she shot through the covers or like no. shot and then the covers put over her? She was shot um, and... <sighs> Certain, so yeah, um, some forensic reports say that it's likely that she was shot and then moved back into bed. Oh, um, her pillowcase 
was covered in like blood and brain matter and stuff, but her headboard was completely clean. Oh, okay. So yeah, it, there's the juries. Well, the jury isn't out on that, but there, there's debate about that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, police, upon finding the two sisters, exited the house and talked to Butch. Um. He told them that he hadn't gone into work the previous day because he'd had a stomach bug. Right. Um, he'd rested all day and watched a movie that evening in the basement before mm-hmm. falling asleep in the early hours. So did Butch kind of like sleep in the basement when he was there? Or was it just kind of... That's a good question. Um, no, he has got a bedroom in the house. Ah, okay. I do know that. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so he rested all day. Uh, yeah, fell asleep. Um, and then a couple of hours after falling asleep... Butch was uh, woken up by his stomach again. Oh, no. Um, and while on the way to his toilet, <laughs> he saw been Mark, Mark's wheelchair outside the bathroom door with the light shining out under it. Okay. Um, so I guess Butch went to a different I was going to say, do they have, like, multiple... It was a house that, that big. That big. Then. Yeah. Um, then he said, because he was feeling really rested, he went to work. Um, God, but, I don't know what it's like to feel rested anymore. Also, <laughs> um... That was only a couple of hours after he fell asleep. Mm. How well rested would he be after two hours sleep and still having a dodgy stomach? That's true. Yeah, to be like, yeah, I feel great. I'm off to work. <laughs> like, I would not be happy. Stay the no. fuck at home. Yeah. Especially it's the family business. I'd be like, yeah, I can take another day off. Yeah, do not come and infect me. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> detectives uh, then claim that while talking to them, Butch offered to spend the night at the station hopefully helping them get to the bottom of the murders, mm-hmm. which they accepted. Which right. is, like, odd. But at the same time, okay, maybe he thought it would help him look innocent, plus killers can sometimes go on and insert themselves into the investigation and want to stay close to police. True, yeah. But Butch and other records um, do dispute this. Um, Butch says he never agreed to voluntarily go to the police station. Oh. Which, again needs a deeper dive into that yeah so just pin that into your brain for like a couple of weeks i <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't but file it away yeah. so you can bring it back out in a couple into of your weeks. brain <laughs> so by the following morning despite what happened the night at the police station whether butch was there voluntarily or not Butch was now considered the main suspect as police had found an empty box for a .35 Marlin rifle ah. in Butch's room, which they no shit believed to be the murder weapon. Yeah. And detectives Rafferty and Dunn started interrogating Butch. That was brilliant. Like, there's a couple Rafferty. of names. I know. <laughs> uh, it's been reported that the interrogation was very likely to be illegal with police you can't talk to me I really can't (laughs) police brutality um, Mm. involved and torture oh wonderful yeah and it's something that the Suffolk County Police Force was suffering from at the time and being investigated for Ah. and reported on and so it's quite likely yes it's very possible very very possible so these interrogations as well leading towards the likeliness of them being illegal um Mm -hmm. they weren't recorded in any way at all oh okay then 
Wonderful. She's very suspicious. Yes. Yes. And also, surely that kind of negates any confession he might give. You would think you that that it. would make it inadmissible, because surely then it becomes their word against yours. Yeah. Because then they could literally, they don't even need to bother interrogating him. They could just say, oh, you confessed. Yes. Like, right. Um, but no, it is... The, it was allowed. It was allowed. Wow. Which, that's quite concerning. Yeah, we, we get onto that. Because mm. that's not good. No. If you're if no. you're saying someone said something in an interrogation, you need that interrogation to have been recorded yeah. people. That's how we make the law the law. That's that's, that's how the how law we make works. It just. Yeah. The just injustice. Exactly. The lawfulness the law, law in lawfulness. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, detectives reported that initially Butch told them various different accounts of what happened which you would do if you were being forced to give a false confession mm-hmm. um, and being beaten up because yeah, and also, you're not giving them the right version. Yeah. And again, like considering to play devil's advocate in a way, to, given Butch's upbringing, yeah. he's going to potentially be very, very vulnerable to physical violence being used on him yes. and like aggression. Exactly. So... Um, Butch then apparently broke down in the afternoon, confessing that he killed them all. And oh. once he had started, it all happened so quickly and he just couldn't stop. Right. Now, according to detectives, Butch was pleasant and cooperative, even telling them about key pieces of evidence he tried to get rid of and where he'd done so. Okay. It is worth noting that Rafferty said that Butch gave a verbal confession to him, which obviously wasn't re- recorded yeah so um and butch ref- never signed the 12 page confession and account that they produced never signed it so never then there's it. even less proof of him confessing yeah they had this confession statement that they said was what butch had told them but butch never signed it oh now butch also butch police also questioned butch about if there was any involvement from organized crime they like were already going there mm. um and whether it could have been an execution okay as it feels the, a bit execution yeah. style with them all being shot face down and exactly stuff. um and obviously as we said the defeos were believed to have been tied to the mafia mm-hmm. um but butch's grandfather it's reported told butch before police took him away mm-hmm. um, to question him like he had a moment as they were like going past each yeah. other he apparently told him it's family business don't talk about the family oh okay the family sounds so mafia yeah family business don't talk about the family yes mm. it's just like ugh. that yeah that gives me like chills a little bit <laughs> mm. so during his interview with the police Butch told the police as well about some of his illegal activities, uh, apparently. Right. Um, which just seems odd. Mm. Um, it may have been due to nerves. Um, mm. It may have been knowing that he killed his family, he needed to just keep on trying to talk and take away focus from him. Yeah. Or it may have been, again, just stuff that police were saying to add up to, oh, see, look, it is credible. Yeah. Um, apparently he told them about how he'd burgled a neighbour's house so he could sell stuff to fund his drug ha- habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that even though he was on probation, he was still taking heroin. Okay. I feel like that would be fairly provable or disprovable. <laughs> yes. Police did ask him, well, how can you take heroin when you're on probation? Because yeah. like, you have to give pee samples. Yeah. Um, and Butch told them that Dawn would provide him with urine samples. Oh. 
Now, okay. that is interesting because there are later theories that we'll talk about around but um, Dawn's p- possible involvement in the murders. Oh? And okay. so it's just like, well, maybe she was giving him urine samples and it was a way for her to have leverage over her brother. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, hmm. So, yeah, it's... It's all a bit nebulous. It, it's quite it's very like, a bit of a mix of muddle. Yeah. And as you say, like the fact that the police were being investigated for the brutality, there mm. wasn't a signed confession, there wasn't a recording, and mm. it gets dodgy. It all feels very convenient for the police in a way. Yeah. So. Uh, just like trigger warning, going to be listing the findings of the forensic examiners for uh, each of the um, defaios, sorry, um, that were murdered. Mm. Um, and obviously, from knowing the ages, they are children. Yeah. So I just like go skip forwards mm. if you want to. Um, yeah. Now, forensic examiners weren't able to give an estimated time of death, aside from the fact that it was no more than pri- than twenty four hours prior to them being found. Really? I just thought they could give a bit more of a window than that. Yeah, no, that was what they gave. Right. Um, despite that, police went and stated and believed that they had been killed sometime around 3am. Okay. Why do they think that if they could only give a 24-hour window? Because neighbours heard dogs barking in the neighbourhood at 3am. Ah, okay. They thought it was shaggy, the police... Mm-hmm even though one of the neighbours reported it being multiple dogs. Mm -hmm. And also the fact that the gun should have been able to have been heard. It didn't have a silencer or anything on it. None of the neighbours, and there are multiple neighbours reporting dogs barking at around 3, 3.30 a.m. None of them reported gunshots. Huh. So, which they would have been up and could have heard them. Exactly. So it doesn't make sense. Gunshots, I feel like, are quite... Noticeable, they're if quite you're obvious. Up because of dogs annoying you with their yeah. barking, you're gonna hear some bloody gunshots. Yeah, from like a rifle. Um, so yeah. Um, now Butch's dad getting onto it, they found that he'd been shot twice in his lower back. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the bullets had ruptured his kidney and come out through his chest. Oh, wow. Uh, the second bullet had entered at the bottom of his spine and was lodged in his neck. Like so they were shot like angle. kind of from the back, but like low down, sort of yeah. upwards. Um, <laughs> it seemed that he hadn't died instantly. Oh, um, as apparently his boxes had been pulled downwards due to him trying to crawl up the bed. Oh God, just, oh. that's really sad. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Well, it is sad because he shouldn't be murdered. Yeah. He's a piece of shit, but he shouldn't, you shouldn't be murder someone, no. Now, Louise oh. had also been shot twice. One of the mm. bullets entered her lower back or buttock and okay. exited via her chest. So while she the... was shot weirdly oh, as well. Yeah. While the second went through her chest before exiting and re-entering her chest and then wrist. Oh. I don't... I can't get my brain out No. Ooh. Um, Louise also suffered a shattered rib cage. A destroyed lung, mm. her diaphragm and her liver as well were also destroyed. So she was really fucked up. Yeah. Which, they kind of, was it in a way that was sort of just purely from collateral from the bullets? Or was it like she was extra 
sort of... It, I think it was just from her position. It, yeah. The forensic examiner thought that she had partially turned her torso to look over towards the door and her murderer. Uh, so I think she had woken up when um, Ronald got killed. Yeah. And then... So it's just that angle. Okay, so it wasn't that she kind of was treated differently no. to the others. Okay. So then, John, who was nine, bless him, mm. and Mark, who was twelve, they shared a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and forensics in a big house like that surprises me. It was only a five-bedroomed house, really? and there was seven people for having like four levels. Yeah, just five bedrooms. Wow. Yeah. Um, but they could have, like, converted the basement or something. I mm. don't know. But anyway, um, forensics showed that both the boys were shot in the back. Um, mm-hmm. And as I said earlier, that means that Mark um, must have been woken up because he slept on his back. Yeah. So he would have had to have been turned over. Mm. Um, the forensics also concluded that they were shot while the killer stood between the two beds, less oh. than two feet away from them. Mm. That's um, so sad. The bullets hit them in similar ways, and they both suffered damaged livers, diaphragms, lungs, and heart. Um, but John, his spinal cord was also severed by one of the bullets. Which oh. is just, just yeah. oh, I can't. Oh. With Mark, I guess he could have, like, rolled over in his sleep. Maybe that's why he was on his front. Or? I think he had nerve damage from oh, the so maybe injury, and so he really they probably couldn't probably roll over. Couldn't. Oh, oh god, yeah. Um, mm. But then he was getting better, so maybe. Yeah, I mean, I really hope that it was that he rolled over in his sleep. Yeah, and like um, in the the autopsies, I assume they didn't find they'd been like drugged or anything. No, oh. no. Later on, they think. There, there's a big rumour that they were mm. even though forensics show that they actually weren't yeah okay because that almost would feel better to think like oh they couldn't have, they woken, couldn't up, have woken up but oh that's even yeah. sadder in a way that they were I think there's just... a lot of as you say almost the like urban legend to it where people sort of there's the whole oh none of them woke up none of them heard the gunshot and I think the forensics do show that, sadly, Louise woke up, um, Mark likely was awake, mm. um, and that both Alison and Dawn were awake. Yeah, which then does make you wonder how Butch could have done it all by himself. Yes. Because if they woke up, they would try would to get away. How many people? Yeah. And have them all in their bed still. Unless it was that Mark woke up and couldn't get out of bed or something. Yeah. But then you'd think that if Mark's woken up, John would wake up and, like, yeah. yeah it, it does is... make you think they can't... No. He can't, surely, have killed them all just by himself. No, it yeah. does seem quite unlikely. Mm. So, yeah, and then there was um, Alison... Um, mm. who was shot from less than two and a half feet mm. away as well. How old was she? 13. Oh. Um, and it seemed with Alison that she as well may have woken up and turned her head towards oh, her killer. okay. Um, the bullet entered her left cheek and Ooh. went through her skull and out by her right ear. Ooh. So, yeah. Ah. Um, That's she, horrible. She luckily died almost instantly. Yeah. Right, so like, like, but thank she God. She didn't suffer. Yeah, thank God she wasn't in... It's, Sort of fear and pain, and yeah. yeah. Thirteen, um, gosh. 
Then there was Dawn, who was 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, she was, again, shot less than two and a half foot away, so they were all close. Yeah. Um, and with Dawn, again, I can't visualise this one either. Mm-hmm. Um, the bullet entered via her left ear, okay. or just below it, mm-hmm. and exited from her left temple. Oh, so it kind of went, like, up. Yeah, I don't see how. Unless it kind of bounced off of yeah. her skull somehow inside and ricocheted back out. Yeah. But so, yeah, it kind of like skimmed through her skull sideways. Yeah. It's just, it's odd. Because that sort of, yeah, you could kind of go through diagonally, like. Yeah. Because the temple, it's, it's not like kind of just one spot. You think they could say temple could be like yeah. further round into the forehead? Yeah. But. Yeah, it's mm, hard that's to That's weird though. That it kind of just went, skimmed through part of her skull. Yeah. Huh. So, and in a way, I'm surprised that killed her. Yeah, that's why I was wondering. Is that, uh, sometimes you hear people like, "Oh, they got shot in the face three times yeah. and lived." Like, yeah. it's just, just, yeah, that one confused me. But mm. so mm. then, on the 15th of November, mm-hmm. um, the newspapers were reporting that Butch had now been charged with all six murders, mm-hmm. and that he had wiped out his entire family. The reason that they gave was apparently a $200,000 life insurance policy that his father had for the family. Right. Which didn't exist. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And they said that Butch had drugged his family and shot them while they were sleeping, which, again, like, toxicology reports came back that they weren't drugged. Mm. Um, But police still went with this whole, like, financial motivation as their motivation for it. I mean, I I guess it, it was the 70s. Yeah. But still... I don't know, in a way, 200,000 doesn't feel like enough to murder your whole family for. No. Like, like <laughs> I don't know. You shouldn't be murdering with many money anyway. No. But it doesn't seem like a lot to risk. No. Like, in prison two for. million or something. I could be a bit more like, okay, if you were going to do that, which yeah. no one should, I could see that being more a sum that would tempt somebody who was that way inclined. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, um, police believe from the forensics, as I said, three o'clock in the morning, Butch woke up, got his point thirty five. did they just say thirty five caliber rifle? I think I feel like so. they do, um, from his room, mm-hmm. um, and as he'd been in the basement asleep, so he had to go up to his room, and then he went to his parents' bedroom, where he shot his father and mother, um, and then... Went and shot his brothers, and then went and shot Alison. And then they believe that he climbed the stairs to Dawn's room. That when he got up to the top, Dawn Mm. was awake and asked Butch what was going on. Okay. They believe Butch then told Dawn everything was fine and she should go back to sleep. Right. Apparently Dawn just settled back down into bed where Butch shot her. Okay, yeah, because you were... That doesn't seem like what you would do. No, especially if you're like, okay, something sounds like it's going on, and then your brother comes up with a rifle. Yeah. I wouldn't just be like, okay, night, night. So I'll just roll over. Yeah. So they then say that after killing everyone, Butch got two pillowcases in which he put all the evidence, like the spent bullet casings, the gun... And they said that one of the bullet cases that Butch apparently found was in Allison's blood... And so they say Butch just picked it up and wiped his like bloody hands on his clothes, mm-hmm. collected everything, um, and then he stripped, took a shower, got changed, and then put his bloody clothes and wet towel into one of the pillowcases as well. Okay. Um, but again, 
this is where the inaccuracies come out because like with the forensics they showed that none of the bullet casings had any blood on them. Oh. So the police are giving this one narrative that, yeah, that isn't, isn't being backed matching up. up. So why are they saying all that stuff? Or I guess to make him look guilty. Yeah. Well, that's the, what it sounds like. And he is, I think he is guilty, like, mm. definitely, of some of the murders. The yeah. question is, is he guilty of all of all them? Of them. Mm. So police then believe that Butch took the pillowcases and the gun to the bay at the end of the road because mm-hmm. there's like actually a bay oh right bay. it's like on the sea yeah um and threw the gun in the water mm-hmm. but he said apparently they thought he was worried that the pillowcases might not sink so then he went and got rid of the pillowcases in a sewer mm. now november rolls around um butch met with his appointed lawyer right before his arrangement which is like the court meeting as to whether you are pleading guilty or not Mm-hmm. Now, this lawyer was Leonard Simmons, and his defence was that he was going to use the insanity defence for Butch. Okay. Now, during this meeting, Simmons noted how beaten up Butch looked. He mm. had a swollen eye, bruises all over his body okay. and everything. Almost like some people have fought back. Yeah. Well, or the police, because of the police oh, brutality. Oh, yes. That's a really good point i hadn't thought about yeah so yeah simmons requested that butch have both a psych evaluation because like he's going for insanity defense Mm -hmm. yeah you're gonna need to substantiate that and a physical examination Mm. the judge at this meeting only approved the medical evaluation why not the psych evaluation that feels really weird yeah now, in the medical examination, the examiner noted, like, bruised abdomen, swollen eyes and all mm-hmm. this. And he put the it around, it's some, I think it was, like, between four and seven days prior, which would have been when Butch was in police custody. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. After this, a few days later, Butch's grandfather, he went and retained a better lawyer not like the state appointed lawyer yeah. he uh, retained jacob siegfried okay for his grandson now siegfried didn't want to use the insanity approach because he mm-hmm. felt like they had enough to be able to show that butch didn't kill his siblings oh, or work alone interesting and that his crime was killing his parents right okay not his siblings what's that called that patricide yes mm. so when Siegfried asked for copies of statements taken by the homicide detectives he was told that his request was denied as it wasn't pertinent to the defence of Butch what? yeah what? how is it not how is that not pertinent? It, it's the statements yeah. that they're using t- to convict him what? what? hang on y- yeah I'm so confused <laughs> yeah so he he kept on hitting dead end after dead mm-hmm. end like with requests for statements um requests for copies of notes made during the interrogation yeah um which most, yeah <laughs> which seems he couldn't ask for recordings because he yeah. didn't have any and what well, i'm guessing the police were like shit we don't have notes yeah what? um also he put forward motions surrounding the court being allowed to have butch's non-recorded confession mm-hmm. um he wanted to get that suppressed because he's just like well this is either completely made up or it's made through um like police brutality and stuff and like going against his constitutional rights yeah um uh 
but he just none of that came to fruition he just got told no 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 what yeah but how are they allowed to just deny all of this i don't know but they are (laughs) yeah um and so yeah after all of this siegfried uh, got to the point where he believed he had no other option but to advise butch to plead insanity oh now butch got angry at this Mm. and actually threatened siegfried which not good no um and so his grandfather told Siegfried that he'd done all he could do for Butch and dismissed him. Wow. And left Butch to have to have court-appointed lawyers despite all his apologies. Oh, wow. So his grandfather's just like, well, no, you've fucking blown it, haven't you? So, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Ah. So Butch got a new court-appointed lawyer, um, a guy called Weber. Hmm. Um, he started building an insanity case, yeah. which we know Butch wasn't too happy about. Mm. So, did, so the grandfather dismissed Siegfried because he was like pissed off at Butch for threatening him. Yes, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that seems fair to be like. Well, we're it's trying to like, help you, and you're throwing it in our face. Hands of yeah. you. Like, wow. So yeah. Um. So yeah, Weber was. <laughs> building the insanity case like all the others mm-hmm. had sort of he's gone come back to the, for that yeah. yeah so he cited things like the fact that butch was trying to register for the military draft during the vietnam war Ooh, that would not be no why would you do. do that mm. um butch wasn't successful to get drafted for it because of what the army cited um psychiatric and neurological issues from years of drug usage wow so if the army are saying this just for him like trying to sign up but yeah. the court is denying and like a, a psych, psych evaluation. evaluation yeah it feels like that's kind of might be needed there's there's definite call yeah, for that it's definitely not right mm. neurologically yeah mentally mm. <laughs> um, yeah, Weber also cited um, an incident where Butch was meant to put a shotgun to his dad's head and pulled the trigger. Oof. Um, twice, but it didn't fire. Ooh, so he tried once <laughs> and then was like, shit, I'm going to try again. Yeah. Ooh. Um, but yeah, no one would actually corroborate that stuff. Corroborate? Uh, corroborate. Corroborate. I can't say that Mowing. <laughs> corroborate that story. Mm. Um, and they all, like, everyone that he asked about it said, no, it can't be true because Butch never fought back with his dad. Mm. Like he just learned that that wasn't yeah the way There's to no survive. Point, yeah, but um, despite again all these like really problematic bloody issues. Yeah. Um, on the fourteenth of October, nineteen seventy-five, which is a band, not fourteenth of October, no, nineteen seventy-five. Yeah. Um, the trial of Butch DeFeo began. Okay. Well, it feels like it's been a long time getting up to this point in terms of like <laughs> all the things being denied and. Jeez. Yeah. So... What was the date he killed his family? Or possibly killed his family? Uh, it would be... Did you say that was May? So, yeah, the um, murders were November the 13th, 1974. And then, obviously, the trial started 14th of October, 1975. So wow, it took a while. Almost a year later. Over a year? No. Yeah. November. 1974 to October 1975. Oh! Just under. November, yeah. You said <laughs> November. I still heard May, because that's what I was expecting <laughs> yeah. to hear. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, 
during the trial, Weber tried to point out the inaccuracies that there were between the statements from the police and what was being said in the courtroom. Yeah, I don't feel like he even needed to point it out. It was oh, bloody obvious. Oh, no, he did. Oh, really? Yeah, one such example he gave was uh, Detective Randazzo. Oh, That's a name. name, wow. Um, he gave an entirely different account of what had happened during the preliminary hearing. Yeah. Although- I was just paused because I was just like, <laughs> did I say that properly? I was going to say, it, because it's... Italian, I'm assuming that name. It would be like Randazzo, wouldn't it? Because it's like two Zs and like... Maybe, it's but he a... is in America. True, but... So he Americanized. <laughs> well, not necessarily. <laughs> I, I feel like Italian-Americans are often quite proud of their heritage. <laughs> Him, anyway. Yeah. Randazzo, Randazzo. <laughs> um, he gave an entirely different account, yeah, of what had happened during the preliminary <laughs> hearing. Preliminary? Yeah. Hearing. Um, and what he was saying at the trial. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, another point Weber made, uh, police officers testified that they, th- blah, police officers <laughs> were testifying that not only had they not observed the rifle boxes for the, like, Marlin or whatever mm-hmm. rifle in Butch's bedroom that night, um, a fact that supposedly led the investigators to suspect Bush, Bush, <laughs> Butch, for God's sake, I can't speak because this is going on, uh, yeah, so obviously the police said that they suspected Butch because um, he they had found the rifle boxes. boxes yeah. um, and so that wasn't until the next day that they were saying. Um, but they were also claiming that Butch's bedroom hadn't been viewed as part of the crime scene or investigated until the next day either. Right. Um, and the, that was then when he got considered to be the main suspect. Mm-hmm. But there were reports in the evidence from the night of the murders that showed that Butch's room was part of the crime scene and evidence was collected from it that night. So it's like blatant lies. Blatant lies. What? Um, Now, Weber also tried to show the jury that both Butch and his friend Bobby were considered suspects on the 13th of November, so the night of the murders. Why are they lying about this, though? Because what's wrong with them saying we were considering them suspects? I mean, that that to me makes sense when he's the only one to survive a family shooting. Yeah, but no, they were adamant he wasn't a suspect until the 14th. I don't get what the point of their lies are. No. But... Um, whatever point they had oh, for God, doing they just it, carried on, they I'm just guessing. stuck to it. Oh, but the, at the precinct, Butch and Bobby both had paraffin tests done on their hands, which is what they do to see if they have gunpowder residue from firing guns. I'm really guns. glad you explained that. Yeah. Mm. Now, they wouldn't be doing that unless they were considering them both yeah. as suspects. Um, now, at this point, Justice Stark, so he's the judge in like presiding over the case, mm-hmm. he refused to con- allow this line of questioning to continue. Why? It's exposing some really big problems yeah. with the with the uh, um, prosecution. Yeah. No, he was just like, I don't like where this is going. You can't um, just say this feels like it's really pulling it apart. We're going to stop you. Like, yeah. What? You what? It's just the amount of seeming corruption in this yeah. case that doesn't normally get talked about which worries me why does mm. it not normally get talked about I was going to say I haven't known about any um, of this yeah so the prosecution continued with the motive for the murders being money um, mm-hmm. and that was why Butch had killed his whole family now Weber tried to point out that 
the box, the prosecution was saying there was this box that was used to store $100,000 in it mm-hmm. that was in the house, and that's what Butch had been after. But this box was too small to store that amount in cash. Okay. Um, it also had the key taped to the lid of it. Right. That's not a great place to hide 100000 It's really not. <laughs> and they were just like, well, Butch stole that money because that's what they stored in it and it's now empty. Right. But as Webber was trying to point out, he's got the key on the top yeah. taped to it and you couldn't fit 100000 <laughs> no. in there. Oh, my God. Um, also, there were hundreds of dollars that were left in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the family had jewellery that was worth about, well, it was worth more than $10,000. Okay. Um, and that hadn't been taken out of the safe deposit box Mm. that they had. And then on top of this, if this isn't enough, Butch gave up control to the DeFeo estate to his grandfather a couple of days after his arrest. Oh. And then he eventually gave up any rights he had to the estate wow so he doesn't sound like he was out for money no because you wouldn't do that if you were no now you i suppose you could argue that if he's being convicted for the murder he's worried and at least that way it still stays in the family but Mm. wouldn't you wait until you had been found guilty or not you would think so but yeah Mm. now when weber getting back to it tried to tell the jury that none of the jewelry was missing from the safe deposit box Mm -hmm. um and all the money that was like still in the house and all this and that justice stark called him up to the bench Mm -hmm. and asked him how it was relevant to the case (laughs) right yes sounds quite relevant he refused (laughs) to accept weber's argument that it was related to whether robbery could have been a motive and Stark ruled that Weber needed to leave the issue alone and not bring it up. What the fuck is going on with this? Like, you yes. can't just say, I don't like... Like, you're making too much sense with the things you're saying are a problem. Yeah. Like, stop it. What? I know, oh right? Oh, my God. So now there's also the issue of Ronald De- DeFeo's boss um, at the car mm-hmm. place. Um, now, he testified that in November... Um, specifically November the 12th, to be fair, Mm -hmm. um, Ronald DeFeo had left work Mm -hmm. telling him that he was worried about his family being killed. Right, this was the day before. This was the day before they were murdered. Right. Um, There was also a cashier who worked at the car dealership who also testified that Ronald had been receiving, receiving threatening phone calls which were making him really worried. Like... You would be if you had mafia connections and someone's threatening to kill your family. Yeah, you'd be thinking, okay, someone might follow through on yeah, this. Yeah, but these are actual people that knew him that are testifying that he was worried about this. Yeah, specifically the days before the murders. Yeah. What? Now, there's even a phone, a police record of a phone call on the 13th of November mm-hmm. at 11.30pm. So this would have been hours before the DeFeo family were killed. Yeah. Um, when the anonymous caller said he'd heard someone in a bar say they were going to go and kill the whole DeFeo family. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, with all of that, Weber obviously was trying to point out the inaccuracies and so shine a light on the fact that maybe it wasn't just Butch. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also 
was trying to prove that Butch was insane for the insanity play part of the defence. Mm-hmm. So he called on Butch's friends to testify. Yeah. Um, now, friends testified at times, about times, sorry, when Butch would pull guns on them, sometimes even pulling the trigger, like we heard earlier. I just don't get why they're still his friends. No. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Weber also called um, Mindy Weiss, um, okay. Now, she's someone who Butch knew and had slept with one time. Um, and when it came time for her to be cross-examined, the prosecutor focused on this one time where she flashed her boobs in a bar um, and used that to completely discredit her. Oh, yeah, because that instantly means someone can't exactly. be a reliable like, witness or it's anything. It's just, like, gross. How does that have any bearing on this case? Yeah, like, that's not in, that's not relevant. No. That's something that's that should that's allowed be. to bloody stand. Yeah. What the like, fuck? Stupid fucking judge. Like, oh, yeah, they have genitalia caught. They shouldn't mm-hmm. be allowed to testify. Yeah. They're unreliable. Like, what? oh, no, we can't trust her. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. So, yeah, that I just the the difference between what's allowed for the prosecution and what is not allowed for the defense mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Yeah. So, another witness that was called was Butch's paternal aunt, okay. so his, his dad's, dad's sister. Yeah. Now she testified that when she asked Butch after hearing several different versions of what had happened the night of the murders from him, if he had ever taken the fall for someone else, Butch responded to her that maybe he was right now. Okay, that feels a bit like a loaded answer there. It does, doesn't it? Like, that's an odd thing to respond when talking about that. Yeah. That's not even just a, like, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I am right Right now. Right now. For the, you know, like, right now where I'm being tried for murdering my family. Exactly. It's not just a random day. being tried for murdering his siblings that he seemed to absolutely dote on. Yeah. Like... But why would he take the fall for someone else? Why? Mob politics? Yeah? Mm. Mmm. Now, Butch also took the stand in his own trial. Okay. Um, He was asked if he heard voices, Mm -hmm. and he replied that he often heard people calling his name and that he believed it was God. Okay. Um though later after his trial like years later he confessed that like that was just him trying to get the insanity ah okay um he also said at one point in his testimony that he did it he killed them all once he started he just couldn't stop Mm -hmm. and at that point i don't think it really mattered what else he said yeah that's that's an an admission you're guilty um now, when giving the account, though, um, specifically about what had happened the night of the murders, uh, Butch was adamant that, yes, he killed his parents, but that it was Dawn who he believed killed his siblings. Oh. And that after learning this, horrified at what she had done, mm-hmm. Butch confronted Dawn and ended up shooting her. Right. Which, considering how much he adored his siblings, could make sense. Exactly. Mm. So... November the 21st, 1975, mm-hmm. after only two days of deliberating, okay. which doesn't seem like a lot for how big a case it is mm. and how much evidence there was. How convoluted it is, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, the jury found Butch guilty of six counts of second-degree murder. So what's second-degree murder? That's, I believe, not premeditated. Oh, okay. So first degree is premeditated, you thought it and planned yeah. it out. Second degree is not premeditated, and then manslaughter is you didn't mean to. Yeah, okay. Because we've got different terminology, haven't yeah. we, in England? Yeah. Um, so then Butch was sentenced to six concurrent... 25 to life sentences so they'd run at the same time oh okay not like one yeah. after the other okay so he wouldn't be eligible for oh, yeah. the role that would be consecutive. yeah until 1999 that was a while ago now god yeah. i don't like that so i didn't realize that and i was just like huh Is i wonder off? what happened to him yeah because i've never heard what happened to him so i looked into it butch was never granted parole Mm-hmm. Um, because he never took responsibility or remorse for his part in the killings of his siblings. Ah. Um, even though he admitted to killing, obviously, his mum, dad and Dawn. Yeah. Um, so maybe he didn't take responsibility because he didn't do it. Yeah, it's like, why is he happy to take responsibility for three but not mm. those ones? Right. Yeah. And in statements since his conviction, um, another reason why he didn't get parole... Butch would say things such as, quote, it was cold-blooded murder, period. No ghosts, no demons, just three people in which I was one. Three people? Yes. So not even just him and Dawn? No. Three people? And there, we'll go on to it later, but um, there are theories that Bobby was involved as well. Oh, oh yeah, of course, because yeah. that was where I was saying, like, why does he seem to... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, which makes sense and there's a lot of compelling evidence or compelling theories about what went on that night and Bobby's role in the the family and always being over there and Dawn and yeah we'll we'll dive into all of that mm. um and then yeah in Butch's 1999 parole meeting um when talking about killing Dawn he said I lost my temper and I took the gun away from her, threw her down on the bed and shot her. Mm. So they're saying he's not feeling remorse for it, which, okay, fine, yeah, he's not. Don't let him out for those three murders. Like, I'm not saying that he shouldn't be in prison. Yeah. But I'm just not sure that he killed all of them. Everyone, yeah. Why would Bobby have been involved, though? What would, what, why would Bobby? He was Butcher's best friend. Mm. He was really involved in the family and. Yeah. If him and Butch were working for the organised crime and disposing of bodies, there was a lot of. Oh, yeah, I forgot Bobby was kind of in. Bobby was sort of involved in that. Yeah. Um, Mm. So, yeah. um, On March the 12th last year. Only oh, wow. last year, Butch died in prison. Oh, he's dead. Wow. Yeah. He was 69. So not oh, that gosh, old. Oh, gosh, not old. Wow. Um, apparently, he'd been receiving treatment for an illness, mm-hmm. but no cause of death has actually been given that I could find. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. I'm just like, oh, no, he's died. How did he die? Mm. Don't know. Wow. But I don't think, the sources don't say don't know, but, yeah, but they, they kind, kind of just like, don't care. not saying. Yeah. That's like, weird. Everywhere is just like, he died. No cause of death has been given. And don't seem like to want to di- dive into Did it more than that. Did he get beaten to death? That's Did he thing. kill him? Like, what happened? Mm. So, yeah. Um, wow. Uh, after all of that, that's where we leave Amateurville. It's weird way of saying I it. Forgot. To me, over here, I think we always hear it as Amateurville. Yes. But the 
actual American pronunciation, I believe, is Amityville. Yeah, I was going to say, I was wondering about that because I always call it Amityville. Yeah. But uh, Amityville. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of where we leave it this week. I had sort of forgotten that there's still like so much else to come. This isn't even the main case in a way. We've got the Lutzes moving in. We've got the hauntings. And then we've got... I would not move into that house. No. Not knowing that like five four kids have been killed in there and stuff like exactly how did they just how were they okay to move in there i don't know i would not like no no. that is a like that house should have been like torn down yes like some of the the other houses yeah wow oh that makes me feel really shivery to imagine even just being in that house yeah let alone just being like come on kids this is your bedroom let's move in yeah which bedroom is that like Mm. i not i could not move in my kids have been killed no. no, I would find it very disturbing to be in a house where people have been murdered. Yeah, I'd, yeah, ooh. But yeah, it's... God, yeah, I'd forgotten that <laughs> it all feels like almost like it's rounded off, and I'm like, wait, no, it isn't. <laughs> like... Yeah, I mean, in a way, the DeFeo murders have been rounded off, but then there's so much more still to come yeah. with them. And, and do like... they come back to haunt everyone? And yeah, and just yeah. like what could have actually happened there mm. like as i said yes but should be in prison yes yeah. he admitted to killing three people yes it's not exactly the sort of person you want out out yeah. on the streets and he's done fuck knows what to his head with mm. all the drugs and yeah. all the abuse growing up and everything else but do i believe that he killed everyone in that house with how he was towards his siblings and how he seemed to care about them and look mm. after them, I'm not convinced that he did. No, yeah. I think it would have been fascinating with everything that happens after this if someone had interviewed him about, like, the hauntings and yeah. possible hauntings and stuff to kind of see what his thoughts on that would have been. I'm guessing maybe nobody did. I think they may have oh, done okay. and he was just like, they were out to get money. Like, uh, okay. I didn't insane. believe any there of was it. nothing in that house. Yeah. But once he's murdered his family, maybe there was. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I don't believe it could have been haunted. Or at least right that now. there's some eerie feeling in there. Mm. I'm fully open to the idea that it could be haunted currently. Yeah. Until we kind of cover all of that and maybe I'll change my mind. But I feel like that's a possibility right now. Is yeah. Six people being murdered. I think in there. stuff like that has to leave an impression. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. I wouldn't wow. go in there. No. Ooh, so, yeah. Well, that was really depressing. Yes. Very long. There was a lot to pack in there. I know. I just wow. don't know how to, like, how do you give it such a brief overview yeah. without being like, no, he definitely did it. Well, when yeah. I'm not sure he did do all no. of it. Considering that there are two more parts that are, like, quite. Um, almost like self-contained yeah. stories. You can't split it too much into exactly. too many parts. Yeah. So yeah, I can see why you needed to do this part as a whole. Ju- as a whole, yeah. yeah. Wow. So yeah, it's really interesting though. I didn't know like any of that. It came back to me as you were going through it that oh yeah, in the films and stuff, yeah, I did know they'd been murdered. But I just thought they were like just a normal family who the sun snapped. The sun, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I didn't realize. I didn't realise there was all the abuse and the dad or anything like no, that. No, or that there was, like, mafia connection. I know. Or, or that, like, the sister might have been yeah. involved. I wonder why she... If she was. 
yeah. why she um, does. Yeah. Oh, do we, we get into, into that? that yeah. Oh. But next week should hopefully be a bit lighter because that's just a bit of haunting. I was going to say nobody no gets murdered, dies, do they? No. The family does actually get out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so God. That should be lighter. Yeah. <laughs> if not creepier. Exactly. Oh my God, and it'll be basically Halloween when we record yes. that one. Uh, oh, <laughs> Jesus. That will be literally like the Friday before Halloween. Yeah. It'll come out on Halloween. Yes, that'll be amazing. Oh my God. Perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we couldn't have planned it. Well, we could have done. We, we could have done, but we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Cool. Well, life is for the living. Yep. Life is for the living and... You know, don't forget your timelines and yep. uh, <laughs> grab your timeline. Grab your timeline. <laughs> fast forward two weeks, and yeah, we'll see you we'll on see Halloween you on, on the other side. <gasps> Ooh, mm. we should eat some nice like Halloweeny food or something. Yes, or like I don't know, have a like Halloweeny drink or something. Like record yes. it in the evening or whatever. Use those blood bag bottles that I got for Halloween. <laughs> so yes, for them. <laughs> oh, All right, cool. We'll catch you then. Yeah, bye. bye.